So we are going to discuss CRISPR Cas9 today. So CRISPR Cas9 latest development cluster regular interspace palindromic repeats. Cas is CRISPR associated genes, right? So what happens is when a bacteria enters the cell, a bacteria, bacteria cell uh, or a normal cell, right? The guidon uh, first integrates a bit into the DNA. Next time when it comes, it infects again. This recognizes and it produces guide RNA, which produces concentration variable region. Variable region goes and binds to that bacterial-based DNA. And this concentration goes and binds to Cas9, right? So these both unite, and this Cas9 comes and envelops it, and then it has a nuclear system, Cas9. So it targets the phase DNA and it breaks the phase DNA, thus protecting the bacteria. So this is the unique mechanism of bacteria to protect itself from bacteriophage, right? So how this is used in application here is, so we know that it can cleave, right, a specific area. So we use that here for us, right? So what we do here is we we target the gene which we want to remove, right? Any mutation or target DNA. So how do we target that? We provide, we know what it is. So we provide a spacer RNA which is complementary sequence to a target RNA. And we also provide a tracer RNA. Tracer RNA is trans-activating CRISPR RNA. So it binds to the spacer RNA so that Cas can come there and bind, right? And how it's recognized it? It's recognized via PAM sequence. PAM sequence is present upstream to the target RNA. And it has an NGG region, that is any nuclear guanine guanine. So this next this Cas9 goes and binds. Uh, after recognizing all of this, it binds there, and it has endonuclease, so it breaks it double standard, right? Breaks it double standard, uh, DNA with the help of PAM space and tracer bind to target. Whole thing is bound by Cas9, and enter target DNA is broken down. So sometimes you can use a combination, right? So space RNA plus tracer RNA combination is called synthetic single guide RNA. So we can use that as well. So what happens? You break this, you break the RNA and it remo it's removed, right? Next, what you do, since you have a double standard, you need to repair it, right? So either by non-homologous ending uh, or homologous ending, right? So non-homologous ending, you can, it has various errors, obviously, and there can be insertion and inactivation of the gene. But non-homologous ending, you provide a homologous DNA, uh, which is the other homologous gene, provides the template for repairing, usually it's error-free, and you provide the base pairs. For example, if you want to rem remove one and add another, right? You provide more of that base pairs, right? And normal gene comes without mutation and this genes works normally so this is a way we can remove unwanted genes and repair it right so in 2020 these people received a Nobel prize for it uh, they are Emmanuel Char Charpentier and Jennifer Dodna so Charpentier and Dodna right they received a nuclear prize for this okay next introduction to cell injury right so cell structure uh, proteins and cells by roughened over the reticulum and goes to colic body where it's packed right through cis end uh, it's uh, enters the system and packed and released via transcend and cytoskeleton powers size and shape and contains of tubulin actin microfilaments right microfilaments for example cytokeratin so what is homeostasis homeostasis is state of cell in which cell is functioning normal it is normal physiological state of cell right so whenever this is stress it leads to uh, disturbance of this homeostasis so what is stress so let's say the stress is increasing workload then cell adapts to it right by hypertrophy hyperplasia metaplasia and atrophy but if there is non-lethal but mild injuries, then it can cause reversible injury, which is hydropic change, right? It's morphological. And severe lethal injuries cause irreversible injury, which is cell death, right? So these are apoptosis, necrosis, necroptosis, pyroptosis, and ferroptosis, right? We can discuss uh, cell adaptation first, hypertrophy and hyperplasia, right? So it's the reversible change in size, number, phenotypic, variability, cell adaptation. And hypertrophy and hyperplasia. Hypertrophy is increase in cell, hypertrophy increase in number, stimulus is increase in workload in both. So mechanism is hypertrophy it occurs due to increase in synthesis of structural protein. Whereas hypertrophy occurs due to controlled cell division. That is mitosis controlled, but controlled, right? So mitosis occurs here. 
hyperfaxin cells which can't divide, hyperfaxin which can divide. Physiological examples are skeletal muscle in athletes, obviously. There is cardiac muscle in athletes where alpha is changed to beta is a form, right? And then uterus in pregnancy and breast in pregnancy, puberty and lactation as well. This is hypertrophy because it needs strength for the baby to suck, right? But in uh, hyperplasia, its uh, examples are physiological uterus in pregnancy, but uterus has more hypertrophy than hyperplasia and breast in pregnancy and puberty only. So not lactation. Because in puberty, new growth in the body, so hyperplasia. Pregnancy, new growth in the body, hyperplasia. But lactation, no growth, therefore no hyperplasia is important, right? So pathological example is cardiac muscle and hypertension, obviously. And in uh, hyperplasia, you have obviously endometrial hyperplasia in H2, right? And androgen, uh, you have increase in 5H2, which leads to benign prostate hyperplasia, right? And uh, so this uh, image of hypertrophy heart with uh, enlarged nuclei. Next, skeletal muscle hypertrophy. Next, there is uterus hypertrophy, right? Next, during pregnancy, as we discussed, uterus handles both, but hypertrophy is greater than hyperplasia. Posture animals are to increase phytostate. So, posture hyperplasia, it occurs to increase the number of glands and increase fibrostroma, leads to hyperplasia, right? And it can increase the posture of size by increasing the number of cells, not the hypertrophy, but due to increase the number of cells and glands, right? And it can cause uterine obstruction, uh, income by location, and there is hesitancy, frequency, taken to take. Next is uh, important one is um, increased mechanistic hypertrophy, right? Cardiac increased stretch or increase or increase alpha adrenergic action such as uh, angiotensin, right? Hormones and increasing growth factor. All this lead to decreased stimulation of cardiac muscle, which is the activation of transcription factor with transcripts, some um, increasing growth factors again, which leads to again growth and increased synthesis of contractile protein, that is actin. So effective contraction occurs and it also chain increases fetal gene expression. So the uh, adult isoform of myosin changes to fetal isoform which is beta form. So beta form has more effective contraction. So these are all hypertrophy and hyperplasia, right? And next is metaplasia. Metaplasia is changed to in phenotype. That's important. Phenotype is changed. So phenotype means the physical character of the cell is changed due to stem cell reprogram. This is important. And the stress here is chronic irritation. Chronic irritation. So one type is differentiated into another. So types are obviously epithelial and Mesenchymal. Mesenchymal is nothing but myositis ossicans where muscles changes to bone due to dystrophic calcification, right? Dystrophic calcification muscles. And epithelial, uh, most common type is squamous and it's a columnar as well, right? So squamous metabolism means something changes into squamous, right? New is squamous. So in epithelium is replaced by squamous epithelium. Squamous, you know, squamous is like rough and tough, right? So anywhere mm-hmm. where there is a other type of cells, it changes into this, right? Due to chronic irritation. So, respiratory system normally you have pseudostatified columnar epithelium, ciliated. But due to chronic smoking, it changes to rough flow squamous epithelium, as well as in COPD and vitamin A deficiency as well. And next in GA, right? Bilateral pancreatic duct stones or infections, cystic ones, etc. The cuboidal epithelium, which is present there, it changes into squamous epithelium, cuboidal. The first one was ciliated columnar to this, and here cuboidal is changed squamous, and you have a transitional epithelium. Is changed into squamous epithelium and endocervix, uh, normal columnar epithelium, changed to squamous epithelium. Here it refers to a decreasing pH, as the cancer is HPV infection. This occurs metaplasia, right? This squamous metaplasia. As you can see, the columnar which changed to slowly squamous cells, right? Squamous. As you can see, the normal columnar epithelium has cilia, right? Yeah, slowly changes into squamous later on. Next is columnar metaplasia, right? Uh, anything which is which changes to columnar. So columnar mainly it secretes the mucus, right? So anything which needs something to be secreted. So example is balance is obviously. So let's continue. 
So, ECVS also changes from squamous to columnar to protect from this, right? So, biopsy of the lower end shows squamous to columnar cells. Hmm? Uh, as you can see in the image there, right? As you can see, the whitish is the uh, squamous epithelium, but below there, you can see reddish inflamed esophagus, right? And you can see below, mucin corporate cells are there. Uh, it is a colorless mucin, right? And you can stain this by, since it's acidic near the stomach, acidic mucin, then by alcyon blue, which is very important here, as well as mucicarmin here. Right, the stains. Next in Barrett it has a premalignant condition because it can lead to dysplasia and adenocarcinoma as well. So clinical phases are heartburn and epicase pain and portum inhibitors are the treatment here. Next is actual mission cell visual phobia, right? But so if there are goblet cells in stomach, it's hallmark of intestinal metaplasia, even if they are in stomach, right? Intestinal metaplasia. And the short segment is less than 3 mm, long segment greater than 3, more the segment, more the risk of carcinoma. Paris images are the most asked in it, so as you can see, take some time to see this. As you can see, there's squamous here on the right and intestinal metaplasia on the left, and you can see the goblet cells there in the glands, right, along with the columnar cells, right, and uh, so they are oh, goblet shaped. And you can see even below there, right, there's yeah, squamous and followed by cardiac mucosa. And you can see here the normal line is it's normal, right, shiny white. Bad series, you can see it's a bit. Uh, red and inflamed, right? So here you can see the difference is clearly, right? Shiny white, normal squamous epithelium changes to reddish parachies of face, right? Inflamed. And you can see the last one, normal is of squamous mucosa on top with uh, underlying submucosa. And you can see this one changes to, this squamous is, sorry, squamous is changed to columnar, right? Uh, gastric type at the gastrointestinal junction, columnar on the left and squamous on the right, right? Next is atrophy. Atrophy is defined as reduction in both uh, size and number which leads to reduction size of organ. So size of organ is reduced but that doesn't mean it's just opposite of hypertrophy. It's both opposite of hypertrophy and hyperplasia. Right? It decreases in cell size and number as well. So causes of physiological or postmenopausal uterus in breast, right? Due to decrease in estrogen, decrease in size of uterus in breast. And pathological it occurs due to disease of atrophy, there is a fracture of bones, so it decreases the workload, you put workloads, it leads to atrophy. And innovation atrophy there is poly example, loss of nerve damage leads to and senior atrophy decrease blood supply in brain. And then nutrition atrophy decreases protein malnutrition, right? Pressure atrophy, tumor compressing organ. So atrophy occurs due to degradation of proteins. We have the ubiquitin proteasome pathway, right? So through this pathway, the misfolded or damaged proteins are removed and so atrophy. So sometimes atrophy is associated with autophagy as well, self-eating, right? So here you can see brain atrophy, the gyri are narrow and cells are larger, right? And atrophy is killed as you can see. So that's done with cell adaptation. Next is reversible cell injury, right? So it occurs due to mild non-lethal injury. So as you can see, uh, the reversible cell function, reversible cell function is occurs more. Uh, first the bicomial change, next is electron microscopic change. Next is light microscopic change we can see, and the last is you can see the cross muscular change. So by the time cross muscular change occurs, you can see the you know irreversible cell function, right? First bicomial changes, then electron microscope, then light microscope, then cross muscular changes. So what is the mechanism, right? Mild non-lethal injury, mild ischemia. Leads to mild hypoxia 
and anaerobic glycolysis but not completely right but decrease apg production leads to decrease in sodium potassium pump which leads to increase intercellular sodium accumulation which leads to increased uh, extra fluids entering the cell right and also this leads to decrease in calcium efflux so increase in calcium is mild here so small amorphous density is here and uh, next is increased lactic acid produced decrease in ph and decrease in osteosis right it, uh, it causes chromatin condensation pyknosis right these are the biochemical changes which occur right uh, so first after biochemical changes you can see the electromicroscopic changes obviously and on electromicroscopy you can see that the cell with uh, microvilli right so microvilli are lost first and next the uh, organelles which are small inside becomes uh, big and there's blood formation and there's chromatin condensation blood formation occurs in reversible change right and chromatin condensation and organ swelling right so that you can see organ swelling so endoplasmic reticular swelling leads to again ribosomal reticular swelling to decrease in proteinosis so since protein is decreased right you need something to break so triglycerides break to produce free fatty acids and ATP but this leads to free fatty acid accumulation so fatty change and microorganism swelling leads to further decrease in ATP so what are the light microscopic changes ultra microscopic and finally you can see the cell swelling and you can see the pale cytoplasm and fatty change due to hydropic pale due to both water inside the cell right and cloudy swelling which is due to fatty change and condensed chromatin which is due to decreasing pH pyknosis right mm -hmm. you can see it in the light microscopy and next you can see uh, here as you can see there's whitish hydropic change right pale cell becomes very pale and you can see here normal hepatocytes and you can see the fatty change hepatocytes in middle right in between so that's uh, done so now we're going to start with irreversible change first one is necrosis right so severe persistent ischemia and severe persistent hypoxia lead to decrease very very decrease in ATP depletion. so any sodium potassium completely stops here not just decrease completely stops so there's increase in sodium but there's also highly increase in calcium right so first one obviously due to sodium potassium pump stopping that's uh, due to further ATP depletion and due to increase in calcium right there is a large amorphous density in mitochondria first one second thing is due to it being a cofactor for enzymes right it activates the following enzymes atps it causes further atp depletion protease and phospholipase they cause plasma membrane damage and cause lysosomal membrane damage lysosomal membrane damage obviously these hydrolyte enzymes and damage the tissues further right and these are engulfed and removed by neutrophils so acute inflammation is seen here right except in gangrene and uh, endonuclease obviously it causes uh, lysis of nucleus right so there are three stages first is pyknosis or condensation Second scene is carrier excess which is fragmentation. Next is cardiolysis. So lysis is relation, excess is direct, so fragmentation. And enzyme action leads to atribulation activation cardiolysis event. So what are seen on light microscopy is light microscopy you can see the increase in pink color and decrease in blue color, increase in eosinophilia and eosinophilia due to damage proteins, increase in pink color and cardiolysis decrease in blue, right? Next is um, electromagnetic changes. As you, we discussed, large fluctuant amorphous is seen in mitochondria and very important is myelin figures are seen myelin figures are nothing but they are the phosphoric lipid in disintegration products right of the bilayer bi bi membrane right so phospholipids cause the formation of this myelin figures important and large fluctuant amorphous is mitochondria in light microscopy changes you can obviously see the you know it, 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 it leads to tombstone appearance or liquefact right even here you can see that the increase in size and plasma membrane is broken in coagulative and uh, increase in pink and neutrophilic inflammation and liquefied even outline is lost. So now types of main types of necrosis. First one is coagulative necrosis. Here plasma is damaged but not dissolved completely, right? Because enzymes required are inactivated by the increase by decrease in pH. So cell outline maintain for a few days and after that again upon reactivation of enzyme it completely dissolves occurs. So we call it as moth eaten appearance due to organic destruction and tombstone appearance. 
cause as it is cause decrease in ph and in tissues having collagen framework which gives support right uh, so in solid organs right so neutrophils are seen obviously and highly eosinophilic cytoplasm obviously and see in case of ischemia to all solid organs and thermal injury important thermal injury and zenker's degeneration Sankar's degeneration is the necrosis of rectus abdominal in typhoid fever and the mass is trigangrene, right? Trigangrene. But here in trigangrene, you don't see neutrophils infiltrate. Next is liquefactive necrosis, right? Liquefactive necrosis is when, when plasma membrane is completely dissolved, so no outline is also seen. Neutrophil infiltration is seen, obviously. And it occurs in case of any tissues without collagen, such as CNS or ischemic to brain and spinal cord, and any correlated necrosis with superimposed bacterial infection or trigangrene plus bacterial infection with gangrene, right? So why? Because these brain spinal cord contain myelin instead of collagen, so they don't provide support. And next, bacterial infection. Why? Because bacterial infection leads to proteolytic enzymes, which were deficient. So it leads to liquefaction, right? So pus is liquefied tissue plus neutrophils, and abscess is the localized collection of the pus. What is gangrene? Gangrene is clinical term, so digangrene and wet gangrene. So digangrene is uh, area of complete ischemia. So there is coagulative necrosis here, which occurs as we discussed, but it's not infiltrated with neutrophils, not infiltrated, that's important, right? And uh, due to obstruction of blood supply there. And so it occurs aerobic decomposition, so black color and offensive smell happen. In bed gangrene, so offensive smell occurs in digangrene as well, not just bed gangrene. And bed gangrene is a gangrene with superimposed bacterial infection, right? And it has liquefied necrosis as we discussed. So as you can see, solid organs, two solid organs, so they are coagulative necrosis, right? And next is CNS and ஏன்னையுக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்குக்
So what are causes of apoptosis? So physiological litter occur during embryogenesis, right from organisms and hormone withdrawal. So once you withdraw the endometrial breakdown occurs, once you withdraw you know estrogen in the menstrual cycle or menopause. And removal of self-active lymphocytes is protective in thymus, right? And uh, post-inflammatory response, excess inflammatory cells are pathological. It can occur when DNA is damaged or there are infections which occur or due to ductal obstruction, right? <clears throat> so what are the two pathways here, right? So first one is mitochondrial pathway or intrinsic pathway. Second one is death or fast receptor or extrinsic pathway. So intrinsic pathway is inside the cell, cell suicide. Extrinsic pathway is by another cell programming it to die. So program cell murder, right? So example of cell suicide is something which attacks it and damages it. So by trigger, right? So free radicals, chemicals, UV infections, protein misfolding, growth factor, all, all this stuff. So they, these things are sensed by APOP sensors, which are BH3 only proteins. That is, they have third BH domain. So they are BIM, BED, BAD, NOXA and PUMA. So this leads to decrease in anti-apoptotic genes and increase in pro-apoptotic genes. So which leads to apoptosis, right? So decrease in pro Sorry, anti-apoptotic genes. So, what are the anti-apoptotic genes means? They increase the life. So, they contain L, long life. So, BCL1, 2, 3, B, 1, 2, 6, BMCL1, BCLXL. And increase in pro-apoptotic genes um, are back and back. So, bad boys, right? So, they have 3BH domain. So, increase in TBH domain because they are sensed by BH3 proteins. And decrease in the 4BH domain, right? And this wall, this list to increase in mitochondrial permeability. So, cytochrome C comes out and, and unites with the APF, which is apoptosis activated factor 1. And this is called apoptosome, the cytochrome C plus APF. And this activates the initial caspase 9. So that's the intrinsic pathway. Extrinsic pathway is by T-regulated cells, destroying self-reactive lymphocytes. So lymphocytes contain something called FAS or TNF receptor or a CD, CD95. Right? And T-regulated cells contain something so called FAS ligand. Right? And this FAS ligand belongs to the tumor necrosis family, so TNF family right? on, on T-regulated cells. So these both interact and this leads to combination with FAD activation, right? So FAS associated dead domain inside the cell. So this leads to activation of initial caspase A and 10. So both initial caspase are activated in extrinsic and intrinsic. Intrinsic 9, extrinsic 8 and 10. These both, you know, 10, uh, these both can highlight activation of executional caspase, which is 3 and 6. And this executional uh, caspase causes endonuclease and protein breakdown. DNA condensed in the fragment, so only pycnosis occurs here. Apoptotic bodies form, separates from main cell and are removed by macrophage. All this occurs so quickly that inflammation doesn't occur. So there's no time for inflammation. So as you can see, it's overall view. So cell injury, BH3 proteins activated, decrease in anti-apoptotic genes such as PCL, MCL, and increase the probability back and backs. And this causes increased permeability, lead to cytochrome C and APF urination, causing apoptosome formation, leads to initiator caspase 9. And you can see from here, fast ligand, fast FAD, register of 8. And both this can lead to activation of caspase 3 and 6, which is execution of caspase, which leads to endonuclease and cytochrome breakdown, and the bleb is formed. Right now, next is how is this bleb or apoptotic body recognized by macrophage, right? Through eat me signal. So, how this occurs is flipping out of phosphodial serine on membrane of apoptotic body. So, phosphodial serine is recognized by phagocyte receptor through antibody or thrombosporin, which is coating the apoptotic body. And this is engulfed by macrophage, right? The process occurs so fast that no inflammation reaction takes place at the site of apoptosis. As we discussed, so necrosis apoptosis difference is right? As well as pathological, apoptosis can be pathological, but physiological is greater than pathological. Cell size is cell of swelling in necrosis and shrinkage in apoptosis with apoptotic body. Right, chromatin is uh, condensed in apoptosis, pycnosis, and chromatin is uh, condensed, uh, fragmented, and lysed in necrosis. And plasma membrane is in necrosis, intact apoptosis, neutrophils present in necrosis, and absent in apoptosis. 
So as you can see, that's an apoptosis cell with the condensed nucleus. So next one we discuss caspase cell. What are caspase? Caspase are nothing but C plus as plus ases. So cysteine plus as plus cleaves after aspartic acid. Right? They are cysteine containing and cleaves after aspartic as you can see. Cytoskeletal breakdown they cause. And they also cause endonuclease activation. Right? So types as we discussed initiator 8 and 10 in extrinsic and 9 in intrinsic. Adverse execution 3 and 6. So diagnosis of optus, how do you diagnose it? First one HND staining, simple, condensed chromatin, intact cell outline, right? Next, annexin V stain is the most specific stain. So this stain is more specific because it stains the flipped out phosphoryl cell which is seen only in operatory body, right? And next, DNA gel agar gel electrophoresis. So this uh, negative charge is positive charge is placed far away and this DNA is negative charge, so it travels towards positive charge. But based on mass, right? The lesser the mass, the more farther it travels. So in normal DNA, you can see no fragmentation. Apoptosis. This endonucleus cleaves DNA into 200 base pair multiples, right? So 800, 600, 400. So the more it cleaves, the more it keeps going farther since the smaller one, right? So step ladder pattern. Necrosis, you can see it random length, so it's smear pattern due to cardiolysis. Next is tunnel. Terminal UTP nick and labeling, nothing but DNA fragments. Uh, at the end, there's a free phosphodiester bond. So this UTP, which is utilized transferase, goes and attaches there. And the fluorescent compound added along with it. So you can see it, right? So terminal UTP nickel labeling confirms presence of fragmented DNA. So that's how it diagnoses it. Next, other types of apoptosis. Other types of other than necrosis right? Other types of cell death. So first is necrosis. Starts as apoptosis, but finally ends as necrosis. So it's similar to squamous cell parsima. Sorry, squamous metaplasia. So ultimately it turns to squamous, right? Here also necroptosis means it turns to necrosis and starts as apoptosis. So morphological death occurs by necrosis, mechanical by apoptosis. So it uh, situation occurs in sharp. So steatohepatitis and acute pancreatitis and reperfusion injury and Parkinson's. All these have increased in TNF, which is fast ligand, right? And uh, cytomegalovirus has a role to play here. Pathways activation of TNF and fast ligand, right? Uh, which leads to normally it should lead to activation of uh, FAD, but this fast receptor instead it activates um, it activates RIPK instead. So what is RIPK? Receptor interacting protein kinase. One, which in turn activates RAPK3. This in turn activates MLKL, right? And ultimately, this pathway leads to tissue damage by necrosis by increasing the oxygen space and decreasing ATP, right? So, it leads to necrosis. So, it starts at apoptosis and then ends with necrosis, right? Next is pyroptosis. So, pyroptosis is nothing but fever along with apoptosis, right? Usually, inflammation is not there in apoptosis, but pyroptosis has inflammation. So, why is, what's the cause here, right? So, viral infection or tubercular infection can cause microbial cell death which leads to activation of inflammasomes. Microbial cell death leads to activation of inflammasomes. These activate caspase 1. So this is a new caspase, caspase 1 and along with caspase 4 and 5. Caspase 4 and 5 cause cell death. Caspase 1, what it does is an IL-1 beta converting enzyme. So it's pro-IL-1, it converts to IL-1. As you know, IL-1 activates inflammation and fever. So it's a pyroptosis. Next, the last one is ferroptosis. So ferroptosis is iron-dependent pathway of the cell. And it's uh, by lipid peroxidation, right? Term called by Dixon. It's the latest one. So, excessive intercellular FE, obviously, it's increasing reactive species. So, exhaust the glutathione antioxidant mechanism inside. So, you can check uh, so that leads to unchecked lipid peroxidation, membrane dysfunction, and plasma membrane loss of permeability and cell death ultimately, which looks as necrosis since the membrane is damaged. At microscope, we can find all the irreversible changes such as microconial are lost. Outer microconial rupture and uh, mitochondrial amorphous densities increase.
సో మెకానిజం ఆఫ్ ఫెరప్టైజెస్ ఈజ్ సింపుల్ రైట్ ఫస్ట్ వన్ ఇస్ దిస్ జిపిఎక్స్ గ్రేటర్ దెన్ పెరాక్సైజ్ విచ్ ఆక్సిజైజ్ జిఎస్హెచ్ అండ్ కన్వర్ట్స్ పెరాక్సైజ్ టు ఆల్కహాల్ రైట్ థింగ్ హియర్ ఈజ్ దిస్ గ్రేటర్ దెన్ పెరాక్సిటైజ్ రైట్ వాట్ ఇట్ డస్ ఇట్స్ ఇట్స్ ఆక్సిటైజెస్ గ్రేటర్ and reduces peroxide so one oxygen is removed from peroxide so oxygen removed means obviously you know it's reduction right so one oxygen is removed from here and thus it becomes alcohol and this acted to gsh so this is oxidized and it forms a gssg so this prevents the radical change right free radical formation because peroxide is a strong oxidizer right which can lead to ferroptosis right so increase in uh, glutathione peroxidase in increase in gsh leads to increase in this reaction right thus uh, so if you block either so cysteine is one which forms gsh so if you block cysteine the gsh is not present to form this reaction or if you block glutathione peroxidase then also you are increasing chance of ferroptosis right and next one is uh, polyunsaturated fatty acids also in, uh, lead to oxidation form of polyunsaturated which cause ferroptosis and increase in desferoxamine as well sorry increase in fer- transferrin right uh, transports the fe3 plus into the cell which can also lead to you know by steep it can lead to fe2 plus which increases the active oxygen species which causes ferroptosis these are all the mechanisms right so conversion of peroxide to alcohol prevents cell injury as we discussed so what are the causes of increase in ferroptosis right so first one inhibition of gps as we discussed by rsl3 and fin56 tux and then inhibition of sl3 32a which doesn't cause cysteine to enter the cell by arastin and sulfalazin so all this leads to increase in reactive oxygen species right uh, and uh, decreases by inhibition of lcat as we discussed already um, sorry lpcat right vitamin e and ferrostatin lpcat uh, prevents the f- oxidation of polyunsaturated fatty acid and antiofiron is inhibited by desferoxamine so these both actually help decrease ferroptosis and iron fa- this why iron supplements are not given in patient with inflammation because it leads to ferroptosis so many mechanisms for ferroptosis found in the body increase in iron increase in ferroptosis cell death is the final one so drugs which decrease ferroptosis are vitamin e ferrostatin desferoxamine that's the take away from it next last one is autophagy so process by which cells eat up its own component organ physiologically by aging or exercise and pathologically by cancer and neurodegeneration infections and ibd right so now there is nutrient deprivation cell stress occurs some cells are destroyed to reduce the cytoplasmic organelles which are digested right so organelles are actually bound by initiation complex and nucleation complex so when these both start uh, around the membrane right so initiation first occurs initiation is nothing but the plasma membrane like develops around it then elongation occurs by lc3 light chain 3 and then maturation occurs where the whole organelles are in the plasma membrane now but now a lysosome fuses fuses with and releases its products this is degradation right so this is a process mm-hmm. of autophagy next we are going to go with free radicals right so free radicals is elements with free electron in outermost orbit deficition types of injury by free radicals so phospholipid injury leads to plasma membrane injury lipid injury leads to fatty oxidation protein misfolding and dna mutations all of this leads to free radical cause by free radicals which leads to aging oxygen is a free radicals are per so per is peroxynitrate o n n o minus right hyper is hyperoxide superoxide zero to <coughs> o2 minus hydroper is hydrogen peroxide h2o2 then hydrox oh minus which is most potent right 
hydrox oxo hypochlorite is low but effective efficiency ocl minus hypochlorite most efficient so next is production right so production of scavenging so first one in both production scavenger is superoxide dismutase it is both a productor and a scavenger how so it converts basically hyperoxide into hydrogen peroxide so it's converting one free radical into another free radical and o2 so hyper 2 so it acts in the brain so it it's both production and scavenger right a uh, cofactor here is manganese for uh, mitochondrial m for m and mm -hmm. copper for mm -hmm. copper for cytochrome sodium uh, so cytochrome sodium right so next uh, h2 related hyperwise reaction right uh, in the production so hyperwise reaction it produces oh which is the potent right very potent one hydroxyl and what it does is it unites two of uh, the so, so o2 hyperoxide and hydrogen peroxide from the hydrox right uh, plus oh minus o2 which is not important right uh, so it's production and next one is h2o2 related for uh, scavenger or removal is catalase and glutathione peroxide both of them remove the hydrogen peroxide but 2 h2o2 2 h2o2 plus o2 so catalase and glutathione peroxide next fe related in production is fenton so fe2 plus plus h2o2 is reversible it leads to fe3 plus plus oh again hydroxyl right and next is ferritin fer fer transferring cytoplasm they capture the free iron next is triggers and inflammation inflammation exactly uh, urease etc cause production and vitamin e vitamin c a and c are most uh, scavengers and vitamin e most potent so glutathione peroxide how does it do it so it converts h2o2 to h2o plus o2 right so it uh, it's basically uh, red reducing h2o2 and uh, so it's since removing oxygen so it's oxidizing something else right so this oxygen is nothing but the glutathione right so this uh, glutathione is oxidized so we discussed we already discussed this in the in the ferroptosis right we already discussed in ferroptosis so basically the peroxide is converted to alcohol or here water right so uh, and uh, something is oxidized in return so this reduced glutathione is oxidized again and this oxidized glutathione again it uh, converts the NADPH to NADP it reduces the NADPH it's oxidized NADPH by glutathione reductase so this is both the opposite action uh, next is oxygenation what is overall so add up to remove hydrogen and lose an electron so oil rig right so oxygen is loss of electron uh, reduction is gain of electron right and gain of positive charge is oxidation or loss of positive charge is oxidation reduction is opposite of that before reducing agent what it does it transfers electrons right <coughs> to make something else gain electron and become reduced and reducing agent becomes more positive or oxidized next is intercellular accumulation so on HND stain first we go with lipids right HND stain appears clear vacuoles right so overall let's go first so overall the lipids show HND stain with clear vacuoles special stains is oil red O and sudan black B carbohydrates or glycogen clear vacuoles on HND stain but special stain best carbon and pass positive but diastase sensitive proteins are pass positive but diastase resistant right so even after diastase it's, it turns red pass usually turns red and uh, calcium is blue basophilic in you know, HND stain and special stains are alizarin red and one course of black right so Muhammad Ali in the ring drinking milk right calcium so he knocks a guy one cause of black right just mm. calcium so going into more detail lipid as we discussed clear vacuole sites special stain we discussed oil red for fresh and sudan black for formal fixed so types of where we can see this lipid deposit right so first one is 
can see triglyceride deposits in steatosis so where this alcohol abuse or obesity side of deposition usually in the liver heart muscle kidney you can see this uh, triglycerides being deposited so you can see yellow streaks <coughs> on the heart surface or etc second is cholesterol deposition so mostly in the macrophages so seen as uh, pale colored macrophages called foam cells usually occurs in atherosclerosis or xanthomas cholesterolosis that's gallbladder right and neiman pick disease as well it shows the sphingomyelin deposition here also you can see foam cells and phospholipid deposit last one as we discussed myelin fiber myelin figures here called and that's irreversible injury shown shown in irreversible injury greater than reversible injury mostly in reversible injury myelin fibers protein deposit as we discussed uh, aparesinophilic but causes are in protein area you can see resorption droplets and russell bodies are seen the whether in plasma membranes in multiple myeloma since there is increased secretion of this protein like chain protein it, it causes something called russell bodies and highly change uh, pink deposits right due to protein deposition and the glycon deposits are obviously you can see in diabetes mellitus and glycon storage disorders apparent clear vacuoles and you know special stain here periodontitis and is diastasis sensitive next we discuss calcification right so calcification is nothing but uh, deposit of calcium in tissue it can be dystrophic or in dead dead and degenerate tissue or metastatic in living tissues dead and degenerate tissues uh, serum calcium is obviously normal so there is no pathology here example it occurs uh, There is no pathology of raised calcium here. For so example, it occurs in rat. So rheumatic heart disease, atherosclerosis, where there is dead tissue, right? Tuberculosis in granulomas. Tuberculosis is one dystrophic, but sarcoidosis is metastatic. That's important. Sarcoidosis also has granuloma, right? Tuberculosis is dystrophic calcification, but sarcoidosis is metastatic. And next are tumors, right? So tumors form some some bodies which are like sand. And so usually tumors which are formed are two organelle tumors such as meningioma and papillary carcinoma of thyroid. Over in kidney and two hormones, right? Prolactinoma and glucagonoma. And metastatic, obviously, as discussed, uh, living tissues, right? So alveolar of lung is the most common, followed by basement neuron of kidney. Because due to increase internal alkaline environment, calcium has more affinity here. So alveolar of tongue most common. That's important, right? So uh, that's why in sarcoidosis it acts, right? So obviously, serum calcium is raised here. So in, you can divide it into. Like uh, increasing serum calcium reasons, right? So hyperparathyroidism, vitamin D toxicity, obviously, and milk alkalis syndrome, as well as ingestion of uh, calcium carbonate. So by osteoporosis treatment, so these four increase the calcium, uh, obviously. That's what is caused. Next one is multiple myeloma, which you have to remember. Sarcoidosis you have to remember, not TB. Sarcoidosis causes metastatic and chronic renal failure, right? So first hypercalcemia occurs, followed by next hypocalcemia and later. So both hypercalcemia occurs. So first uh, hypercalcemia, so it also shows. Next is pigment deposition, right? As you can see, calcification here. You can see in H and D stain. You can see, right? Uh, one cosa stain. You can see black, right? And calcification, aortic stenosis. So you can see bluish in the H and D stain, right? Bluish deposition. And one cosa, you can see black, obviously. As we discussed. And pigment deposition is. Endogenous pigment and endogenous pigments are lipophysin, melanin, and iron, right? So iron we all discussed, Persian blue or pearl stain, RR, and lipophysin is lipid peroxidation product due to free radical injury. So lipophysin is a product, but it's not the cause of injury, right? So you can see perinuclear brown pigments <coughs> inside the lysosome, as you can see in the Image given, so it's also known as brown atrophy. It's a sign of cellular aging and wear and tear pigments, also called wear and tear pigment, and sign of free radical injury. 
next is melanin melanin so mass right mass and fontana so mass mama mass lawrence black melanin so mass and fontana is a melanin stain you can see it in hair skin iris <coughs> adrenal gland and brain you know different size you can see in meloma next iron as we discussed prussian blue and pearl stain next is next is exogenous deposit so from outside so obviously in smokers you can see in alveolar microphage of lung you can see carbon deposits uh, anthracosis also coal workers and on skin you can see tattoos obviously right that's about it so next is amyloidosis amyloidosis is a deposition of extracellular extracellular so outside the cell so not pigments like pigments are inside right so extracellular insoluble substance insoluble that's important so this leads to modern disease obviously and amyloid is called because it's amyloid like right stains like starch in hne pinkish composition is 95% fibrils and 5% mucoprotein which is called as p component classified into primary and secondary amyloid so primary amyloid is mostly plasma cell disorders al light chain amyloid secondary amyloid is usually due to acting on liver right and liver produces that serum amyloid associated protein right a called a so it can again divide on the way into systemic hereditary and localized right so systemic is generalized right so it can be obviously secondary is always systemic reactive systemic secondary so in chronic inflammatory conditions or cancers aa is a major fibril secreted here and ssa is precursor serum amyloid associate right so this is easy next you can see in uh, light chain primary right so which is primary a uh, multiple myeloma obviously al is a protein here and you can see the lambda chain precursor protein and third one is systemic hemodialysis associated so in chronic renal failure uh, you keep doing dialysis right but uh, this amyloid cannot be filtered by the dialysis membrane so a beta 2 so alpha uh, so a beta 2 microglobulin is the one precursor here and that builds up in the body next one hereditary is three types right first is familial mediterranean period where this pyrogenic mutation increase cytokines which increase amyloid right? so they keep getting fever constantly which leads to increase in cytokines constantly and increase amyloid production and major fibril here is aa due to increase cytokines every time it acts on the liver right aa and precursor ssa obviously and the next is familial amyloid polyneuropathy so this is attr pn so here transthyretin <coughs> is the one which is mutated mutated and the precursor protein transthyretin so it causes polyneuropathy second mm-hmm. one is systemic senile amyloidosis which was previous name but it mostly causes cardiomyopathy so familial cardiac amyloidosis and this is unmutated or wild ttr right can cause hereditary cm wild type cardiomyopathy also transthyretin so that's hereditary next is localized right so in localized you can see uh, senile one which is alzheimer's disease in the brain so major fibrillation is a beta a beta is important precursor protein is app uh, alzheimer's disease next is endocrine and thyroid you can see acal uh which is calstone right in medullary calcium of thyroid and pancreas you can see a app app so isolate amyloid pancreatic polypeptide right so amyloid associated pancreatic polypeptide app amyloid associated pancreatic polypeptide next is heart isolated atrial amyloidosis where you can see ANP right so atrial natriuretic peptide or factor right a amyloid associated natriuretic atrial natriuretic factor peptide right so that's one a beta in but alzheimer's right acl and a okay 
కిడ్నీ ఫిచ్ సార్ ఇన్ ద సెకండరీ ఇమ్యూనిటీ వాటర్ కస్ రైట్ సో మ్యాలిగ్నెన్సీస్కి ఆటో ఇమ్యూన్ ఆర్ కానిక్ ఇన్ఫెక్షన్స్ లైక్ టీబీ ఆస్టోమైటిస్ బ్రాంకిటాసిస్ ఎస్ఎల్ఈ ఎక్సెట్రా దే ఇంక్రీజ్ ఐఎల్ సిక్స్ వన్ అండ్ టీఎన్ఎఫ్ ఆల్ఫా విచ్ ఇంక్రీజ్ హైపోసైడ్ టు ప్రొడ్యూస్ ఎస్ఏ ప్రోటీన్ విచ్ ఇంక్రీజ్ ఏ ప్రోటీన్ విచ్ ఇస్ అమలైడ్ ప్రోటీన్ సో కింగ్ ఆఫ్ సార్ ఇన్ లోకల్ అమలైడ్ లోకల్ ఆర్గనైజ్ ఇన్వాల్వ్ అవుట్ డ్యామేజ్ మాఫ్లో చేంజెస్ మోస్ట్ కామన్ ఆర్గన్ ఇన్వాల్వ్డ్ ఇస్ కిడ్నీ రైట్ దట్స్ ఇంపార్టెంట్ కిడ్నీ కిడ్నీస్ ఆర్ మోస్ట్ కామన్ ఆర్గన్ ఇన్వాల్వ్డ్ సో క్రాస్ ఈజ్ నార్మల్ బట్ లెటర్ డ్యూ టు ఎస్కిమియా ఇట్ స్ట్రంక్ స్ట్రంక్ మైక్రోస్కోపీ యూ కెన్ సీ హోమోజినస్ పింక్ అమలాడ్ ఇన్ మిసాంజం రైట్ పేషెంట్ మెమరీన్ కింగ్ ఆఫ్ ఇచ్చేసి నెఫ్రోటిక్ గ్రేటర్ దెన్ నెఫ్రోటిక్ దట్స్ ఇంపార్టెంట్ సో ఇట్ మోస్ట్లీ కాస్ నెఫ్రోటిక్ అమలాడ్ కాస్ నెఫ్రోటిక్స్ ఇన్ ఇండి ప్రోగ్రెస్ రీనల్ ఫెయిల్యూర్ నెక్స్ట్ హార్ట్ ఇస్ మెయిన్ ఆర్గన్ ఇన్వాల్వ్ ఇన్ సీనియర్ ఆర్డర్ ఫెమిలియర్ కార్డియాక్ అమలాడోసిస్ సీయర్ యూ కెన్ సీ ఆబ్వియస్ ట్రాన్స్ఫైటర్ మ్యూటేషన్ ఆర్ అన్మ్యూటేడ్ రైట్ అంటే అఫార్డిమిస్ ఇస్ డ్రగ్ అప్రూవ్డ్ హియర్ సో కార్డియాక్ అర్థమే సడన్ కార్డియాక్ డెస్ అండ్ హార్ట్ ఫెయిల్యూర్ దీంట్ కన్స్ట్రక్టివ్ పెరి కార్డియస్ కన్స్ట్రక్టివ్ కార్డియోమోపతి ఇన్ సబ్బెండ్ కార్డియల్ ఆర్ మై కార్డియల్ రైట్ నెక్స్ట్ ఇస్ లివర్ రైట్ అమలాయిడ్ డిపాజిషన్ స్పేస్ ఆఫ్ డిసేస్ సో సిరోసిస్ అండ్ హెపటోమైడ్ లీస్ నెక్స్ట్ ప్లీన్ ఇంపార్టెంట్ రైట్ సో లార్డ్ లార్డేస్ ఇస్ ప్లీన్ అండ్ సాగోస్ ప్లీన్ లార్డ్ సో లాల్ రెడ్ రైట్ సో డిపాజిషన్ రెడ్ పల్ప్ అండ్ నెక్స్ట్ ఇస్ సాగోస్ ప్లీన్ సాగుబియం వైట్ సో డిపాజిషన్ వైట్ పల్ప్ రైట్ నెక్స్ట్ ఇస్ బెజిల్స్ ఇట్ కెన్ బీ టు ట్రామా ఇట్ కెన్ బాల్స్ అండ్ బ్రెయిన్ ఆల్జమస్ అది డిస్కస్ అండ్ జిఏటీ ఇఫ్ టంగ్ ఇస్ మైక్రోగ్లోసియా లేటర్ ప్రాబ్లమ్ ఇన్ స్పీచ్ ఫాలోయింగ్ మరగ్లోషన్ ఎక్సెట్రా దే ఆర్ క్లినికల్ ఫీచర్స్ అండ్ డయాగ్నోసిస్ ఫర్ లోకల్ ఆర్గన్ యూ డూ టిష్యూ బయాప్సీ ఫర్ సిస్టమిక్ యూ డూ రెక్టల్ బయాప్సీ which is specific but abdominal fat aspiration is more easier and more convenient right but low sensitivity specific but low sensitivity abdominal fat and uh, i do something called scintigraphy with uh, radio labeled serum amyloid p component it's a rapid but specific test for the p component on microscopy you can obviously see how is pink deposit like starch which is amyloid and congo red stain congo red stain is so dark pink in amyloid right polarized microscopy it actually when you do congruent it shows dark pink but when you add polarized microscopy to this congruent it shows apple green bifurcations which is more specific finding right it's important this is caste is where you see beta plated sheets and nephrotomoscopy you see large unbranching fibrils unbranching is important unbranching fibrils treatment is to wait and watch and treat the primary cause and prognosis uh, if al amyloid is a bit of poor prognosis survival of only 2 years after diagnosis after we discussed and you can see congruent stain apple green bifurcations Electromyoscopy, you can see large unbranched, unbranched, important, unbranching fibrils. Next, last one is cellular aging. Uh, factors caused, obviously, you know, free radical injury, protein, misfolding, etc. Cellular senescence, which is natural. Cellular senescence is nothing but the permanent state behavior, which cells cannot replicate, even if they want to. It's called the telomere short, shortening. So, with every division, telomere shorts, usually, a half equilibrium is 60 to 80 times, right? so uh, next is also glucose increase glucose it leads to increasing increasing growth further which leads to increased replication so uh, replication causes telomere shortening telomere shortening causes aging right so you can inhibit that by two ways right first one restrict calorie intake so decrease the glucose or you can restrict the mtor pathway by which this igf activates right replication that's by rapamycin or sirolimus right or everolimus which is analog right and uh, third one is activation of sirtuins sirtuins are that's what nad dependent transacylases and they decrease cell metabolism and increase cell repair so activate telomerase so telomerase actually if activated maintains the telomerase is misnomer right it doesn't shorten it maintains telomerase so activated by red wine right so this rapamycin sirolimus are immunomodulators it can cause insulin useful in insulin resistance or useful in cancer and lymphangio 
Leo, this is important, right? LAM, lymphangio, leomyomatous, they are useful. And anti-aging, as we discussed.